Hello, hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to Self Mastery with Ariana. I am Ari, your host, and today I'm going to be bringing you episode 20. And this is going to be an interesting conversation. We're going to be speaking about dysfunctional familial relationships. How do we set boundaries with those that we love? Stay tuned. Welcome back, my friends. So today we're going to be talking about dysfunctional family relationships, setting boundaries. A few weeks ago, I addressed the topic of how to train people to treat you well. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I suggest that you go check it out. It's episode 13. A few of you reached out to me after listening to that episode and you mentioned how much you appreciated that topic. And in chatting with a few of you, what I realized is that there's another element to this conversation that we need to explore. And that is, what does it look like when the people that are not treating you well are related to you by blood? Whether it's a parent or a sibling, or a cousin, aunt, or uncle. I think this is worth discussing because while it's easy or relatively easy to set boundaries with friends or co-workers, even our employer, somehow when it comes to family, we instantly lose the ability to exercise our power. And this is a topic that I have struggled with personally. If I had to be honest, I would say that my relationship with my mother has been one of the most, the most challenging relationships I have had in my life. So I do have some firsthand experience with this. Now, before we go any further, I just want to preface this by saying that clearly there's a huge range of dysfunction in families, right? You know, we we can be dealing with alcoholism, we could be dealing with physical and mental abuse, and the list goes on and on. So the type of dysfunction that you may be dealing with is not the subject for today's topic, okay? I just want to make that clear. I am merely addressing how you can set boundaries in your most difficult familiar relationships. So the first thing that you have to do is make peace with what is. You need to completely accept that you cannot change anyone but yourself. Now you've heard me say this before if you've been listening to me long enough. Every single relationship that you encounter, the only individual you can control or change is you. So I want you to start there. Focus on your feelings, on owning your feelings and reactions. Think about how you are being triggered. How can you set boundaries? And this is a good one. What behaviors are you engaging in that may be enabling the dysfunction to continue? 
Do you take on responsibilities for dysfunctional family members? And in the case of dealing with parents, you know, I find that as we grow up as their children and as they get older, our relationships get more challenging. Maybe they are not emotionally intelligent or perhaps their ability to reason is not all there. Maybe they are just toxic and overly negative. Or maybe they display destructive habits that keep them from being the parent that you need them to be. And you know, for those that have a less than ideal dynamic with their parents, there comes a time in our adult life when we realize that our parents are human. We realize that aside from being our parents, they are a man, in the case of our father, or a woman, just like you, oftentimes carrying so much emotional baggage and so much trauma, so many limiting beliefs that they have not learned to let go of. So when you come to terms with that, it allows you to be a little more compassionate and it allows um, for a shift to take place in the dynamic between you. And if you're lucky, you can meet each other somewhere in the middle where there's a common understanding that you are both adults and that you are able to figure this out together. And then sometimes you just have to come to the realization that while you intrinsically love your parents, you don't actually like their behavior. So whatever your situation, whether you're dealing with a sibling, a parent, an aunt or an uncle, I want you to know that it is totally okay for you to establish some boundaries without feeling guilty or without surrendering yourself to shame. In my case, I have accepted why I'm not able to enjoy a quote-unquote normal relationship with my mother. And I am totally okay with it. It's taken me years to get to this point, but I am totally okay with it. And what that means for me is that in order to maintain my peace of mind and in order not to be triggered whenever I'm around her, I have to have some ground rules for myself and, and I stick to those pretty firmly. So let's try to unpack this a little bit and figure out how you can still love this person, but maintain your peace of mind, your integrity, and also your sanity, your mental health. Now, personal boundaries are very important in every relationship because they define you as an individual. They clearly outline your likes and your dislikes and what you are willing to tolerate from others. And this includes any physical, mental, psychological, and even spiritual boundaries. It involves your beliefs, your emotions, your intuitions, and it absolutely involves your self-esteem. Because remember, self-esteem is how you regard yourself. 
So how you regard yourself also extends to what you tolerate from others. But the truth is that the mere idea of saying no to our mother or father instantly reduces many of us to feeling like children all over again. And unfortunately, this relationship takes on this almost dysfunctional push and pull of manipulation. The parent may want something and the adult child is on the other end, um, not feeling totally comfortable with the demand or the request, but goes along with it just to keep the peace. Or maybe they want to push themselves into spaces of your life where you haven't asked them to be, even if they're trying to be helpful. And we see this a lot. So it's very important for you to know that it's totally okay for you to establish that you're an adult with your own rights, your own choices, and your own preferences. You know, our parents often, they resist this because the image that they have of us is still of us being dependent on them as if we were still children. And so when we present them with these boundaries, they may even verbally attack us, you know, and accuse us of being ungrateful for everything that they've done for us. Whenever we try to exert our autonomy as an adult, this is very common in terms of the response that we may get from them. So it's important for you to keep this in mind as a possibility so that you don't allow guilt to control you when they do this. And you need to be very clear, be very specific with your boundaries. If your boundary is that they're not allowed, for example, to comment on your weight, your job, maybe your marriage, you know, if they don't agree with the partner that you have chosen to spend your life with, maybe it involves family gossip, whatever triggers you, make it absolutely clear that behavior will not be tolerated. Don't allow guilt to consume you and don't give wiggle room, meaning don't allow it out of guilt one time and then try to enforce it the next time. You have to be consistent. Stick to your boundaries because doing so is what will reduce the stress and the drama in your life. Now, you have to be prepared because if they don't get it, they will push back. And for you, if your intention is to set boundaries, you're going to have to have canned responses ready. Okay. Um, things like, I will not be discussing this with you, or you're not allowed to bring blank up. Whatever that boundary is for you, you have to kind of preempt in your mind that it's going to come up and how you are going to respond if it does. And I know the idea of having canned or ready responses may sound rehearsed or unauthentic, but if your goal is to be emotionally healthy, you really have to be intentional about this and it requires forethought. 
I would also say that this is particularly important if your parents have the power to completely hijack or take control of your conversations. And some parents are very good at that. So having scripted or canned responses on hand before you pick up the phone to make that phone call will minimize your stress, especially if you lack the self-confidence or the ability to stand up to your um, to your parents or relatives' manipulations. So saying something like, I'm sorry you feel that way, or I don't want to talk about that, or can we change the subject? Those are all acceptable in order to protect your boundaries. These responses may seem passive aggressive to some, but if your parent tends to be manipulative or negative, these responses, they just don't allow for that negative reaction or the guilt trips or the threats or just the general negativity that usually comes along with it. And here's the thing, you have to be consistent. I know I've, I've said this before, but you have to be consistent because it's so important. You know, when your parent brings up something you've asked them not to do or calls your house past the cutoff time, let's say this is one of your boundaries, um, or violates a boundary in any other way, you have to be willing to leave the conversation. You have to be willing to leave the house, put the phone down, refuse to continue to engage any further. And it sounds harsh, but you have to be consistent about this to make it clear that you're serious about the rules that you've set. And this is important because oftentimes our parents or this particular individual would know exactly what to do or say to get a reaction from you or to get attention from you. And by continuing to allow this behavior, you basically have conditioned them to believe that this is the best way for them to get your attention because it works. This might make them angry at first, but after a while, if you stand up for yourself and you maintain your ground, with your boundaries, they're going to realize that you mean business and that things have to change. And for those of you that are parents, I want you to think about how many times have you told your child that you're not buying them candy, let's say while you're at the store, and they keep asking and they keep asking, and they finally wear you down and you give in. I know I've been in that position and, and I can tell you that they take me less serious when I say no the next time. Now, of course, this is just candy. It's not really the same situation, but, but I believe that the same principles apply when it comes to boundaries, you know, the boundaries that we set in other relationships, whether it's our parent or our sibling, if you give in after setting those boundaries, you're going to be sending the message that your boundaries don't really matter. So why should they pay attention? And when you allow yourself to be consumed by guilt at maybe the thought that you're rejecting that person, just remember what the real truth is. You're not rejecting the person, you're rejecting the behavior. And this is so important to remember. 
So once you set your boundary, if someone continually crosses it, it may be time for more serious measures. And another thing that I want you to think about, if you are a parent and you struggle with the children being in the middle of this dysfunction, this is something that you are modeling for your children. You're modeling what healthy relationships should look like. You are teaching your children how they should be treated by others, by the way you allow yourself to be treated. So ask yourself, do I want my children to be able to feel empowered enough to set healthy boundaries in all of their relationships? Because they learned it from me, after all. Think about them. Do you want them to allow others to manipulate and disrespect them because you never had the confidence or the courage to model it for them? To show them how to train others to treat them well, including relatives, whether it's parents, siblings, cousins, uncles, grandparents. Our children are always watching. So take some time this week to examine where you can set more solid boundaries in your life and set a goal to pick one or two things that you can start to communicate to that other person and implement right away. And once you've established those clear, consistent boundaries, you may be surprised how your relationships change. And as always, if you need one-on-one help unpacking and releasing some of the things that maybe you've been carrying around as a result of this difficult relationship, I want you to feel comfortable reaching out to me because you deserve to be set free from it. I love you. Thank you for listening. so much for hanging out with me today and please feel free to leave me your feedback or questions and if you want to subscribe email me at support at selfmasterywithariana.com I will catch you on the next one have a good week